first unfiltered women in woman women in Christ blog. <laughs> I'm so excited, y'all, to have y'all here. Um, the weeks will be kind of different. This week, I wanted to do a video to just kind of introduce myself and for everybody just to see my face. So, hey, y'all. I'm Jaya. So, um, I would want to thank thank my amazing support system, my friends, my family that have supported my blog. Shout out to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. And you guys will be able to hear from some of them um, on different blogs. It'll be different every week. Some weeks it'll be like an interview. Um, and I'm going to try to interview like some pa some female pastors. My goal is to interview my one of my favorite pastors, Sarah F. Drake Rogers. I would love to interview her. Like, she's amazing. One of my favorites. Um, and we're just going to talk about different topics. And I'll just ask questions of... There's different questions you guys want to, you know, to be answered, basically. Because sometimes I can't answer, the, answer them. So maybe just need to step out and ask other people to answer them. So today we are going to talk about, of course, the topic, how to conquer anxiety during quarantine. Um, for me, quarantine has been had its ups and its downs. Um, as you know, college basically ended March um, when we found out all the news about COVID and quarantine. I was actually playing. We were well. I wasn't playing. The I was a manager for Georgia Southern men's basketball. Whoop whoop, go Eagles! And we were in Atlanta playing Georgia, the fake GSU, Georgia State, and we had just beat them, and we we're going to New Orleans for our championship. And it got canceled, and we had to go back to Statesville. And I felt really bad for the boys. I just wanted to cry for them because it's just hard ending your senior year like that. Um, it was just a lot. I was kind of ready to go home. I'm not gonna lie because my grandma had died, and I just didn't really have time to get myself together. Really, I was just going through a lot, and I had went through a lot that first semester, and I really didn't have a chance to go home. I went home one time because I was just out of it, but, you know, yeah, I was ready to go. But when I got here, I wouldn't say things changed, but things changed. And, like, they call it camp cabin fever, but whatever. Yeah, cabin fever, y'all. And I wouldn't say depressed, kind of, but, you know, you get bummed out, y'all, really quick. So, like... Just having like anxiety and anxiousness from like things being your way at school and being a different way because you have to adapt to your family's life. That was just the first anxiety I was going through. And you know, I had to come down for that because I had to realize like everybody had to adapt and everybody had to be in the house with one another. Even though we weren't like this for years, we weren't in the house, but you know, we had to adapt, and that's just what we had to do. So there's no need for the anxiety that I had because, you know, we were going to be here for a few months, so might as well just, you know, adapt to it and, you know, just talk about it if you have a problem. So that anxiety went out the door. But today I want to talk about a 
Exodus 33 and how it just related to kind of my anxiety. Um, I encourage you to kind of read, go back and read this week and kind of comment below, come back to the website and comment below the blog about like how you understand it. Um, so I'm going to give the ratchet version of it and you guys can go back and read in your quiet time. So basically God sent Moses to Israel to basically revive these children of Israel because they were worshiping this golden calf and they're worshiping so much that they forgot about God. They forgot who he was. They forgot he was there. They stopped praying. They stopped having their quiet time. They stopped worshiping. Yep. Um, so he sends Moses down there. He says, I'm going to send an angel with you. But I don't think Moses really got that and really understood it at the point. So in Exodus 12, he starts to question God and be like, God, you, you're here, right? So um, tip over that little plant over there and make the dirt go all over the ground so I know you're there. And do that, make a thunderstorm so I know you're there, God. Do that. And he just started asking God questions. Like, didn't know if his presence was there. Like, yeah, just random questions. And... God started to play along with him, you know, just doing the regular stuff that God does. You know, you question me, so I'm going to show you. <laughs> okay? That's what God did. But I encourage you guys to go back and read that. But in my relation to this story, going, getting, graduating from undergrad and quarantining y'all, I tell you, literally the day of graduation, I was sitting, it was, I don't know, I think it was maybe Mother's Day weekend, and I literally sat in the parking lot of Dollar Tree and heard my name read off from Julia Southern on the line, on Facebook Live. That's how I graduated. Y'all. moment of silence that was hard and I wanted to cry it's just sketchy but you know we just had to do what we had to do and just leading up to that point I was just kind of frustrated because I had an original internship set up with men's basketball at UGA and it got canceled and the coach just stopped responding to me which was just like really weird so like I was just I, that was very a struggle because that was going to turn like into a job opportunity for me and I was just really looking forward to that because I work for basketball people that know me I worked with men's basketball for a long time and I worked my butt off to get to where I was and I just felt like God was giving up on me and like it was just like not meant for me to be even in athletics anymore and I was just like God you you don't even have my back anymore like you know a lot of people were asking me what I wanted to do and my sister is a lawyer and they were like Jay you know what you're doing <laughs> no <laughs> you know what type of salary you're gonna make 
no. Um, you know what, you know, job category you're gonna go into? No. Um, do you know the different options that you have? Yes, but no. <laughs> do you know what you really wanna do? Yes, but do you have any direction? No. Just confused all around because my original thing was just an option no more. And I was just like, he playing me right now. He he really playing me right now. Like, God, I know you ain't just let me work for eight years to get to here. Like, you serious? Like, we're not about to play. We're not about to play. Like, you just playing. And so then I just, like, I got to a point where, you know, I was doing my quiet time and, you know, listening and, like, trying, but I just didn't have that faith. Like, even though I was doing it, I was just doing it because, you know, I was just doing it. And, like, I just began to, like, you know those come to Jesus moments? That's what I had. And God was like, quit playing with me, Jaya. You know I always got your back. And I don't know even why I play with God like that. Like, I don't, I don't even know why I do that. Like, I don't. I was, I was playing with him too much. And he showed me that I was playing with him too much. So, like, I just had to come to Jesus. All of us have them. I have them all the time. Um, and I just started to think, like, you know, Moses, just like, why am I doing this? Like, you know, why am I questioning him? Like, his presence is there. I don't need him to show me no more because I didn't want to be in the car one day and God, like, shocked me with a lightning strike. Like, I didn't want that to happen. So I'm glad I had to come to Jesus moment when I did because I don't like playing with God. He kind of crazy sometimes and he'll he'll show you. But don't play with him. Um, so I had one of those and I was just like, you know, sometimes we don't understand why we're in the place that we're in at the time. And we don't understand, oh, why does God have me in this season? But he has a reason for the season that you're in. Like, during this whole, like, thing, like, I was, you know, kind of lost in my word and just, like, not really believe that God had my back but at the same time I literally was journaling my journaling like crazy and like I wasn't even looking back at the stuff I was writing in my journal like it was powerful and like when I had that come to Jesus moment you know this is when I actually like you know actually decided to do my blog because you know, it had been on my heart and my mind, but, like, I just never really had the, urge, like, the push to actually do it. But, like, having that moment kind of helped me develop that because it's just, like, I went back and looked, like, I had a different gift that, you know, I could use. And I didn't even know it was there. And God was just using me in just a whole new direction that I didn't know. And, you know, I when I thought his back was turned against me, it wasn't so I had all this anxiousness this anxiety and you know back to the job thing like 
guys, I have a job now. And guess what? It's in a whole different department of athletics. When I thought I had the plan for my life, like, I'm going to work in team operations. I'm going to work in basketball. I'm working professional basketball. Y'all, I am an ALS for collegiate athletics now. Assistant learning specialist. Totally different what I've been doing for the last eight years. God was done with that season in my life. And because I wanted to put his plan in my own words, I created my own anxiety and anxiousness. Yeah. 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 I created it myself because I wanted to put my twist on God's plan. So I was creating this anxiety. And the anxiety that all of us have is self-inflicted, y'all. Self-inflicted. It does not come from God. Like, we put so much pressure and we try to put our twist on God's plan that we create this anxiety, this anxiousness, because we're trying to move the direction when God should move the direction. See, God saw that you know, I would have this other job opportunity. Y'all, I forgot I applied to job. And when the lady called me, I was just like, hello. And she was like, oh, I'm calling you to, you know, interview, set up an interview for ALS. I was just like, okay. I forgot I applied to the job, y'all. Because I didn't care about getting that job. I cared more about getting the team operations job. I didn't even email the lady back to, you know, double check on my application. But I emailed everybody else that had to do with team operations back. See? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Can't say amen, say ouch. Hallelujah. But yes. Um, but I do want everybody to read through this sermon that I um, and put it in the blog um, from Pastor Stephen from Elevation Church. And I want you to go, actually go to listen to the sermon and I'm going to link below the link to all of this information. But this sermon is about anxiety and anxiousness and why am I anxious? And he gives seven reasons of why we are anxious is intake and balance, indecision, integrity, intentions, and imagination and isolation. Guys, I'm going to tell you the two that I struggle, I'm not going to say struggle with, but that I've been noticing more and more, like, of, like, anxiety-wise. Um, so I can say intake and, like, imagination. So, like, for me, like at the beginning of quarantine, like, you know, you bored. So you got TikTok and all that stuff. Y'all had to delete that stuff because what you feed your eyes and your ears is important. So like, and when I take social media fast all the time, like sometimes I have to go a month without social media or two weeks without social media and just, you know, just take a break from it because... You know, we intake so much and like sometimes social media can lead to spiritual death, y'all. Like you'll 
face can die from social media. Like, and I'm not saying delete social media, but sometimes you need to take breaks from social media, especially when you're spending too much time on social media, y'all. Like, if you wake up and you, the first thing you do is touch your phone, you might need to take a break from social media. I ain't gonna lie, because I had to do it, because I was just touching my, going Instagram right when I wake up. God is good. Thank you, God, for waking me up today. Didn't say nothing, just on Instagram. Ain't told God thank you. Ain't said thank you for having a house, having food on the table. Nothing. Right on Instagram. And then, you know, rushing to do my little prayer in the car before I got to school. And then forgetting about my quiet time. Y'all, had to cut it off. Because that ain't it. That's all we're going to do. And then, or rushing to do my quiet time at night or when I'm at work and I got, like, 10, 20 minutes to myself. No. That, that, that's not okay. That's not, we're not about to do God like that. Like, come on, y'all. I literally, like, I'm telling y'all, like, and even when I got, like, when I take social media pass and I come back on social media, like, the recent social media pass I took, like, I don't follow people and I don't follow, like, a lot of, like, fitness influencers because like your girl gained like 80 pounds quarantine like I gained 80 pounds though but I gained some weight like and I didn't used to look used to look like this I was half my weight now a couple months ago and now I'm not and it didn't all come from quarantine y'all but so I had to follow some I had to unfollow some influencer because like I was just looking at them just like why I'm not losing weight I'm doing that extra that like everybody was like on TikTok saying oh do this Chloe Ting workout and I'm like I ain't losing weight y'all said y'all burn 600 calories I only burn like 200 y'all I had to unfollow because you know I was just comparing myself to them and like God, God gonna take out the weight when he take out the weight. I ain't, I ain't about to, you know, because my body ain't like everybody else's body. It's just not going to come off like that. Okay. And then imagination. What I was saying, like, earlier, putting our own twist on God's plan for our life. Like, oh, I should have this relationship by now. Oh, I should be married. Oh, I should be engaged. Oh, I should have a boyfriend. Oh, we need to be married or engaged by this time or um or we need to make a, a youtube like that couple like all this we gotta because mm -mm. no we not and pastor steven talks about how worship uses the same imagination as worry like college is stressful i'm not gonna lie to you and you have your moment where you just want to break down in the middle of class and cry. But when you have those moments, you got to remember God. Sometimes I be in class and sometimes I just have to say Jesus because sometimes your professors just be oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yes, 
I have to bow my head and say Jesus. But, you know, we have those moments. And Pastor Stephen says, worship uses the same imagination as worry. So change that worry into worship. Just be like, God, I don't know the way right now. But I'm going to worship you because I know you got a plan. I don't have everything together. Like, I didn't have everything. I don't know what career I'm going into. I'm lost right now. But God, <laughs> you gonna, you know the plan. Just just turn that worry into worship. Um, and those are the two that I feel like personally that I've been kind of working on when it comes to anxiety-wise. So, guys, I want you guys to go back and look over this and comment below, like, what your two or maybe your three have been, like, strong ones that you've, you've been dealing with and... You just, you know, com comment, yeah. And, you know, I'll post some of them throughout the week. Um, if you, like, need to talk to me about it or anything, um, my email is going to be at the end. And always use the contact tab on the website. And remember that you're human. I'm human. You're human. We all have anxiety sometimes, but you're human. And we're going to fight this together. And one thing, Pastor Stephen, the seventh thing of his his topic on anxiousness is isolation. You're not alone. We're all walking in our faith walk right now. We might be on different levels. I have so many accountability friends, like like four. I said so many. But four, four accountability friends and and so you know we're all on different faith levels but like I can count on them like when I'm having bad days and when they're having bad days we all encourage each other like you know a lot of people come to me for encouragement because I, I don't know why but I can't explain why but like I love encouraging people and I love having that support system knowing that we're not perfect like we all have fallen we all have bad days we all have done the opposite and like you know it's important to have those people in your life just know that you're not alone so if you're feeling like that you have a community guys and just reach out you know sometimes I can connect you with somebody else that you know maybe I'm not might not know what to say but I know I have a friend that you know might can help you more than I can so don't be afraid to reach out but remember my worship is my weapon and I want to pray um, with you guys so God thank you for this day thank you for food health and strength God I uplift all these women today in Christ and I thank you for bringing them across this this vlog and you know continue to uplift them as women and i pray for that all the fear and the doubt and the worry that causes this anxiety and this anxiousness is just freed from them god let us understand that your presence is always there with us your presence never leaves us you are you are always there whether we see it or not and you have us in seasons in these these 
certain seasons right now for a reason and you'll never leave us for for just anything god like you have you know that you have a purpose for us in this season we may not see it right now but continue to let us use our faith as our weapon god our worship as our weapon and continue to be more like you and continue to serve you and have our actions and our words be more like you god and all the self-inflicted anxiousness god we just remove it god we know that it may come and it may go god but when we have these feelings god we just we just cast them all away to you and give them to you god and use our faith and our worship as our weapon god continue to strengthen us continue to strengthen our faith day by day, God, search us, make us brand new, God. Continue to let us see things that we may not see in ourselves, God. We thank you for everything that you do and you continue to do. We can never thank you enough, God. You are always there and an impotent God and we love you forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, God. Guys, I hope you have a great week. And I challenge you this week to go back and look up those seven reasons for anxiousness by Pastor Stephen. And um, comment below again um, what a few that you might feel like be causing like anxiousness or anxiety right now in your current position. And if you need prayer or need somebody to vent to or need something to talk somebody to talk to um please use the comment section on the website and um if i just i personally can't feel like i can help you i'll redirect you to somebody else and we just i just have some awesome friends and family members that will pray with you guys like yes i just awesome friends and awesome support system and sometimes i don't know the words to say um because i'm human of course so i will make sure you get somebody to talk to so um love you guys hope you have your great week and continue to be good servants and remember that we're human okay you know every day is not a good day don't be too hard on yourself god loves you more than you may think right now but he loves you and he will always be there for you guys so love you guys see you next week bye